0: You're like so f gay. Gorgina.
1: Oh my god, are you gotmic tonight? (laughs) Hi, Gorge. (laughs) Hey, Hey, all you sexual deviants. (laughs) Gorge. And sexual sexual deviant deviant wannabes. (laughs) Yeah. What's what's going on?
0: My whole body's so tired.
1: I think this is the the first episode that we're recording after the finale of Drag Race, so we know who won.
0: We didn't actually ever even talk about that.
1: I don't think we've talked about it, like, at all.
0: I don't think we've talked about the season at all, either, actually.
1: I have honestly missed a lot of episodes, to be honest. Um, I ended up working a lot of Fridays and Mm. just, like, didn't record it and (laughs) end up hearing from, like, anybody I asked about it. But they were like, yeah, I mean, you didn't miss much. If you can watch it before next week, do it. And then I obviously didn't end up watching it before the next week and found out who went home and (laughs) thought nothing of it.
0: Yeah, that's funny. And that's real. I mean, I I thought the season was good. Like, I liked it. I thought it I thought it had was very entertaining. But I think it's just that like the show was stretched out in like seven extra episodes than it needed to be. Like it I was agree. like it could have been a little bit more concise, but they had to get those advertising dollars. So I get it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah.
1: I forget who I was talking to about it, but if they cut if even if they were to do the same number of episodes, if they cut down the number of girls,
0: mm-hmm. it would
1: be totally different. Because it's yeah. hard to follow it's not as like Interesting when you like don't really know anybody, but there's so many people versus like if there's let and I think they like maybe tried to do that, yeah. Well, actually, no, because at the beginning of this season, they all were on there in the very beginning, but then they had separate episodes. I I just don't think it was still too many people, regardless.
0: This season was just so long, it was like five months, four months. That's fucking nuts
1: yeah i think it's a little bit of drag race overkill we need like a two-year break get everybody excited about it again
0: so if you're also kind of feeling sick of drag race or not sick of it that's not the right word but if you're just like oh my god more you should check out legendary on hbo um it's something I, i started watching it like a week and a half ago and it's it's, it feels like a reinvigorated Drag Race, in my opinion. It's just, there's n- literally no drama. There It's ju- it's purely about the talent, and it's really nice. It's, See, a, it's it, ballroom it's culture. So,
1: uh, yeah. I mean, I have I've heard of that, and I've been really wanting to watch it, so I think when Final's done, I'm, I'm going to watch it, especially now that you're like, watch it. I just, it was fun. <laughs> with Drag Race, like, the drama is what kind of makes the show for me. Really? Yeah, I mean like it's fun to see them do well in challenges, but the challenges are most of the time stupid and that's like true. and like don't really show much. Um yeah. so like when they're on the runway, love that, but that's like unless they're going to do, you know, a, a runway challenge every single week. I'd rather hear I'd rather them like be entertaining and fighting and like reading each other in the workroom.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's just like did you watch Drag Race UK? No. Lawrence Cheney. <laughs> Lawrence um, Cheney. I know. Because like, I
1: everyone is saying it was so good.
0: I think that that's like another example of how I feel where it's like, uh, it's less about the drama and it's more about like the drag. Like there mm-hmm. still is the drama, of course, because it is drag queens, but it's not, it's, it's just feels, mm-hmm. I think the US version just feels super reality TV produced to me now. Yeah, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it's just like not really what I want the show to be. So, mm-hmm.
1: yes, that also reminds me of a thought I've had. And maybe we can move on. <laughs> You've had this. thoughts. I I I rarely have time for them, girl. But I know. it seems like a lot of the queens that they like bring on the show or that come on the show now, like are very similar in. Certain ways where like I feel like an earlier se- like everyone is so high caliber that there's nothing yeah. like fun or entertaining or like make really like they're so good from the get go except for that Lala Rebag outfit. We don't need to talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> but like they're like the fashion is just like so good and like the baseline is so mm-hmm. high. Yeah. Like I want something that's a little more raw, a little less polished. I want to laugh yeah. a little more and then I want to be like holy like shit and you gotta watch
0: like the really UK really? version UK know, season yeah. 2 baby
1: so I think that's probably what is so good about that is that it's it's fresher they yeah. haven't been manipulated by RuPaul
0: <laughs> yeah
1: his influence <laughs> so, hi anyway. everyone
0: listening what's up my name is Aaron I'm 25 I live in LA I do TV and media and all the good stuff and I'm gay
1: hi aaron my name is matt i am 26 i'm from new york i am a gay cis man he him pronouns and i sit at a desk in my bedroom and type up all my really bad notes from the semester
0: that's i'm uh, in finals that's that's your identity
1: that it is truly my identity these days it's I mean, if in theory, law sun up student. to sundown, but I don't get up that early. <laughs> so yes, I'm a, I'm a I'm a law student. Love and that, slowly, and this yeah. is quick. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm slowly losing my mind.
0: <laughs> Me too, girl. And yeah. this is
1: queering the air.
0: <laughs> a weekly podcast where we talk about.
1: Gay things shit.
0: that we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, gay shit.
1: Mm-hmm. So sorry for mm-hmm. that super long intro. Oh my god, it was it was not even that long. I mean, well, it wasn't that long, but we also
0: didn't even talk about what we started to talk about. Like we, it started because we were like, oh, we can finally talk about the finale, and we didn't even talk about the finale. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so we're doing really well. Uh, uh-huh. Anyway, I think we can uh, skedaddle along a little bit. We can do a... Mm, yeah. Yes. I don't know. Well,
1: it is a new month. It's a brand new month. And because it's a brand new month, we're doing a no guest episode. Just me and Aaron talking about something that we want to talk about. And you're going to have to live with it. And I hope you guys enjoy it.
0: And I think that you will, and you'll be like, oh my God, this is so relatable. Or yeah. maybe it'll just be like, uh, um, I think education. it'll be relatable. <laughs>
1: I've it's I definitely, be relatable. yeah, we've got, I think we've got some good things that we're going to talk about. It's things I've definitely talked about with people before too, but also something I haven't talked about with many people. So I'm hoping that maybe we get some revelations and who knows, I think this will be an episode where I maybe learn a lot about myself. <laughs>
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think that this will be an interesting, uh, conversation for everybody, even if you are on the hetero end of the spectrum, because, uh, this is just more of like this. I've, I mean, of course it has a lot to do with queerness, but I think that the, the theme of this episode has more to do with like relationships in general. Yeah. But so. really quickly, first, thank you to our monthly supporters. We adore you. You keep Be us going. <laughs> uh, shout out to Michael, Emily, Brett, and Mara. We adore you.
1: I love you guys. Bef- again, before we get into it, I'm going to give my, my songs of the week. Um, I'm actually going to do three, but one of them is not like, really a song, Um, I have to give a shout out to whoever runs the lo-fi hip-hop beats music to relax or study to that is like 24-7 live streaming on YouTube because I pretty much put that on when I wake up. Well, when I sit down at my desk and it just goes until I am done for the day and it just is so wonderful it keeps me going so thank you to whoever runs that uh for my song oh my emo song of the week you know i'm gonna have to give a shout out to the song hallelujah by paramore
0: oh okay
1: it's mm, it is so freaking good Um, so freaking good it's so freaking good i love that song um and then my actual song of the week is <laughs> my favorite One Direction song of all time. What? It's so good, so underrated. It's called Fireproof. Okay. If you don't know it, I highly recommend it. It's a song where I... you're actually like, "Oh, okay, I guess these guys actually kind of can sing." Mhm. Okay.
0: It's I don't a know, it, but
1: it's uh, trust me like it's a that. good one love that what about you Aaron
0: uh, I have two songs this week. first, the Kiss of Venus with Dominic Fike. It's a Paul McCartney song. It's really good. Um, yeah
1: I, I didn't realize he was still alive I mean I'm sure I would have heard of, I'm sure I will hear when he dies but I just <sighs> that was someone I hadn't thought about in a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah I don't know when it came out but um, it's really good. We ended up using it for a video that I worked on um, that came out this week. The client suggested it, and I was like, oh, fuck, this is a banger. It's so good. Um, and then Someone's going to, like, song, put
1: two and two together and be like, oh, my God, Aaron.
0: It's not a secret. I just, like, I don't want to talk about it yet because there are still a few moving pieces in the air, and I don't want to, like, get ahead of myself and jinx it and, like, tell the world what's happening when I'm still trying to, like... Yes. Yeah, so Finalize a few create things. Create
1: your success in silence. I think that is the best yeah, move.
0: I, that is a good, that is one of the most important life lessons that I've learned over the past few years is it's like you're the, you're your most powerful when no one knows what you're doing. Like keep your hand to yourself. Like don't fucking talk about shit online until it's fully done. And then everyone's like, Oh my God, that's amazing. You know? So, for everyone listening, um, <laughs> and then my second song is LBL by Cospe C O S P E. It is the only song that I've been listening to for three days on repeat. It is so good, Matt. If you heard it right now, you'd be like, "This is such an Aaron song." Um, <laughs> I can
1: already like picture. I can already imagine what it sounds like. Yeah,
0: it's really good.
1: I honestly um, like may listen to it just to be like, "Oh yeah, this is what my friends are like."
0: Yeah, I think you'll like it. It's a good fucking song.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm not uh, saying uh, I disagree. I'm just saying okay. 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 <laughs> I'll Bye. probably listen to it and my first thought will be, this is a very errant song.
0: <laughs> yeah, it will be. But regardless, I have good music taste. So...
1: <laughs> I didn't say you did it. <laughs>
0: Uh Uh Oh my God. I need like a Celsius. I'm so fucking tired. Oh, what? A Celsius. It's an energy drink. Oh, it's like a healthy red bull and it ups your metabolism. Actually you should dry. Well,
1: I don't need to turn my metabolism up any higher.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What a problem to have Matthew. I
1: I didn't say it was a problem.
0: (laughs) But every time I drink it, I'm like,
1: "Make me skinny!" <laughs> <laughs> I saw the funniest <laughs> reel on Instagram that was like some like teenager, and they were like had on a background of them at a ro- on a roller coaster, and it said, "When the when the person at the uh, when the person working the roller coaster pushes the seat belt or pushes the like the bar the quicker in, thing, yeah, the quicker thing in further, and <laughs> it just go." So you think I'm scummy? <laughs> I was surprised. I haven't made a sound that loud in a long time. I was surprised I could do that.
0: <laughs> and your mom's going to be like, what's going on?
1: <laughs> I'm actually t- alone in the woods. And I don't know where my closest neighbors are. because I don't know who's here.
0: Oh my goodness. I love that scene in the scary movie. Mm-hmm. Isn't it so funny? I had that realization when I was home last summer. Like I was staying in a, in the cabin that my dad still has mm-hmm. in Cooperstown, which is like in the woods, uh, no internet and no cell service. And I was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die here. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to perish here. And in reality, I'm like 10 million times safer there than I am in the middle of Hollywood. Like <laughs> nobody's going to fuck with me in Cooperstown, New York. In Hollywood, yeah. it's like, you never know. <laughs> like,
1: I'm the same here. I'm like, there, no one even knows that, like, where I am exists. That being said, when I opened, I think I told you this, but when I opened the curtains in the bathroom yesterday morning, there was just, it, like, looks into the woods. There was just mm-hmm. a balloon, like, three feet off the ground, just, like, slowly floating through the woods. <laughs> Georgie? I, uh, like, Pennywise, Georgie, please, like, please, why couldn't you have done this like before I started studying for finals? I get a few days at least after finals to like enjoy life a little bit before you're gonna take me out.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're like, come back when they release the grades. <laughs> I
1: know, truly. Be like, I'll decide if I'm gonna fight you or not once I get my grades. We can,
0: we can <laughs> chat later. Yeah.
1: It was that was honestly Sketchy. one of the scariest things that has like ever happened to me. Like, if my if anybody else were here. I'd be like, okay, that's weird. Like it was super windy last night. Like I wonder where that came from. Yeah. But I'm like literally alone in the woods, and I'm like it's <sighs> it just so un- that was just, like so unsettling. Glad anyway, you're okay. I'm still alive as of uh, Sunday night, so
0: <laughs> beautiful. I'll check in with you daily.
1: <laughs> I mean
0: <laughs>
1: we talk daily, so <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> the day the Snapchat stops, I'll be like Oh, fuck. Oh, boy. <laughs> or nor. Uh, what else is that? What else is new? Should we just get into it? What yeah, made What made this topic come to your brain? When you were texting me earlier, you were like, Matt texted me about it. And I was like, that's a great yeah. plan. But like, what prompted this?
1: Um, I don't know. When I'm studying, things just kind of like pop into my mind. Like, I randomly will be like, I need to text this person right now and tell them that like i'm really mm. happy to be their friend and that i enjoy them and it'll be someone i haven't talked to in like a month i was just reflecting on <laughs> what, all the boys i've loved before and...
0: mm-hmm. noah centineo
1: uh-huh and that's how i got yeah. here
0: <laughs> okay i love that yeah. but well, i Matt, will I'm... what are we gonna talk about today
1: well i was gonna say i'll kick the conversation off right now by asking you a question if you'd like
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Aaron, have right. you ever have you ever been the first boy that a boy is hooked up with?
0: Yes. Yes, I have.
1: <laughs> have you, Matthew? I have. Wow. And that's well, the conversation.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm thinking back to like being a freshman in college mm-hmm. and you know, I feel like that's when this kind of started ha this situation started. Well, I didn't really I didn't hook up with I didn't hook up with men before I went to college because Tufts turned me gay. Just like well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Should but, we post um, that meme on uh <laughs> the little Nazax one.
1: No, well, that's About a one too, NBA. but No, so going to where... say Tufts Class of 2024. <laughs> So one, that's good. the that's the Tufts University logo, and it's like small, like oh, this will be a great liberal arts experience. Huge thing, like well, I'm gay now.
0: <laughs> yeah, Nikki May sent me that, and I was like, I love this. That's fucking it's hysterical. So good. Um, but I was gonna jump back and say, I think it's interesting that like when I was a fre- like a freshman and when I was younger, it it was like exciting and fun and like cool to be the first Mm -hmm. guy that someone hooks up with. And now that I'm a little older, I'm like, fuck that. Oh my God. I don't want it. Go away. This is not my territory. Like I'm over it. I've done that. Uh, -uh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Never ends well.
1: (laughs) Truly. I think I, I definitely feel the same way. There was something like, I don't know. It's like weird to think that that was like something that was like you were into at some point. Um, but and I think
0: it feels it feels like validating. You're like, oh, yeah. I'm the one that they chose. Like I'm special. They think I'm pretty.
1: Like <laughs> Yeah, that's probably exactly it. Yeah.
0: You're um, like, you've never wanted to hook up with a guy and now I'm the first one. Like it's a fucking honor. Yeah. Like I have I'm True. doing something right. Yeah.
1: Um But I do think it a thought that I'm having right now. I think it's important to recognize for like older people who, or people who don't come out to like, you know, they're in their late twenties or whatever. And they're like, haven't hooked up mm-hmm. with a guy until they're, you know, late twenties, thirties, forties. like, it's not like the same. <laughs> yeah. It's like totally different, you know?
0: Yeah, no, it definitely, yeah, absolutely. I think,
1: I think the combo <laughs> of being like young and immature and absolutely like, weird about it all like is what is like so, coming like, into
0: your sexuality in the beginning anyway is like weird and loaded and like totally. has layers yeah once yeah. you
1: have like even if you like haven't have like little to no experience with guys but you're like a little bit older and just like are not like a
0: emotionally like, mature, mature and emotionally yeah. intelligent <laughs>
1: or have like <laughs> yeah like done something other than be 18 um yeah it's like a very different story so i just want to like if they're like older people who have never hooked up with someone of the same sex before you know it, it, you're in a very different situation than you know the, i think what we're talking about but um, totally
0: that's a really good <laughs> note to bring up that i would have never thought about <laughs> thanks
1: yeah. well i'm always thinking about the older guys so <laughs> maybe cut are you that could have been so i'm gonna funny, leave it in i feel like it could have been so funny but my delivery was so piss poor yeah well anyway um so aaron like what was it what were some of the issues that you would have with it or i, I should i should rephrase did you ever have any issues
0: what I was to assume like I mean yeah. no, it never works out well. Because well and that's the thing is it's like being comfortable with yourself and like f I don't I don't even know. Like <laughs> my brain is like a puddle right now. Yeah. Well I'm I struggling think I to come up with words. <laughs> um,
1: I think I but I know I what think it's saying.
0: what do you think I'm saying?
1: Oh god. Um I think <laughs> it's like they are trying something for the first time and there's so much like chaos and craziness going on with them and you know if you have like been with guys before you know you're going to be at two different places probably if you're in different places if you're coming out uh process you know you're going to be in very different places. Um, yeah. It's like
0: learning the process of like learning about yourself and being comfortable with yeah. yourself and kind of like what you are looking for at the time. It's really interesting that it's like the timing aspect of it. Like the, if you look at it that way, it's like, we're all looking for the same things. It's just, we're not all looking for the same things at the same time. If yeah. that makes sense.
1: It totally does.
0: Yeah. Um, because we're all on a different part of that journey, so it's interesting how it's like if it when it doesn't line up, it just doesn't work well,
1: yeah, for sure, um <laughs> I think something that I have found with that is it like on a similar note, and with hooking up with like, being the first guy that someone hooks up with is like there have been instances of them getting like very attached or like really mm. having strong feelings about it because it is such a big moment for them. Um, yeah, emotionally. Formative. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the way that I would look at something is going to, or the way that I looked at, you know, th- I I'm thinking of a certain experience where it was like a drunk night in college, yeah, the where, importance like, of it. Yeah. It like was so like, not a big deal. Just kind of, whatever for me but it was like this huge like groundbreaking moment for this guy and so when it when i like didn't you know do all the right steps and like you know make sure that we like got breakfast the next morning even though we like didn't even like we didn't even sleep over in the same place or like text him immediately the next morning, or like treat it like it was a a date that went really well. He like took that really personally, and it was mm. really
0: like jarring? kind of awkward.
1: Yeah, because we had like a like we were like acquaintances before that, and it was just like ve- and what and like I've hooked up with acquaintances acquaintances before and like went about our business and things were totally fine, you know. But it was just like mm. when we were in the same space, it was so like you could tell that something was off and it was very strange and it, Tension. like... Yeah, mm. so I think that probably is the weirdest or the, the thing that I've had to deal with that was, like, most, like, oh, God, <laughs> like, this is a, not a, a good place for me right now.
0: <laughs> Can I ask who it was?
1: Um it was a t- It was.
0: (laughs) Okay. I'm going to bleep that name and I'm going to ride the coattails of that story because my freshman year, I hooked up with that person as well. A a lot. Um, yeah. And I mean, maybe it's not really my business to talk about this, but I'll, I'm going to bleep their name. So I don't really care, but it's like, they were fixated on you, Matthew. Like you were brought up during hookups sometimes, like,
1: What?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We
1: made out twice.
0: Yeah. No, he was like stuck on you, and this was like, wait, when did you? Was that your sophomore year or your freshman year? Um, uh, I don't
1: don't know. Oh, it was sophomore. Isn't real. Wasn't sophomore. I think it was
0: end of freshman
1: year. No, I think it was Mm -hmm. the beginning of sophomore year. There was, like, one drunk. Hmm. They were both, like, at, like, wasted nights.
0: (laughs) Of course. Naturally. A dance floor makeout where it just kind of happens. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well.
1: Oh, my God. This
0: was an interesting boy.
1: Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry. I
0: think he's still not over you, probably. Um, (laughs) Lord
1: have mercy. But that's a
0: great point of it's, like,
1: well, that, what, yeah, I mean.
0: What, what what it means to you doesn't necessarily. you. you mm-hmm. uh, we got to be on the same page. Like, what?
1: <laughs>
0: ah! oh, wow. God.
1: Well, it also shows that like, you know, you still have to be careful and things like that because it can go on to affect the next people.
0: Yeah, that's true. Because it just sticks with them. Well, and that's. Yeah. I mean, mean, should I I jump into the, should I jump into the main, the main, my main bullet points of the, of the evening? Sure. (laughs) So this is, I mean, that's an, I, I, when Matt pitched this, this topic earlier, my mind immediately went to, um, the, the, uh, how do I want to phrase this? Um one of the most interesting experiences that I've had uh, since moving to LA. Well, I guess one of my only like dating ish experiences since coming to LA. Um, Oh my God. I wish I was more awake. What the fuck? My brain is literally a puddle, but, uh, I was hanging out with someone who was older than I was. They were 30 and I was 23, 24. (laughs) Um, and they had just exited a seven year relationship and it was the only person that they'd ever dated. Um, and it was like, it, it, if I understand correctly, it was kind of like come out immediately enter into a relationship in that relationship for seven years. Obviously relationships break up or when you break up, like there's a lot of whatever, yeah. um, stuff that happens that, uh, affects both people. Yeah, and then it, like, affects both people in the relationship, however. And then I pop in, and I'm like, hey. Hi. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Oh, my God, my brain is not fucking working. (laughs)
1: Stop saying that. Our listeners don't care. They just want to hear you talk.
0: They just want to hear about the drama in my life. Yes. Um, Basically this person had never really had like a queer childhood from what I understand. Like they didn't have a lot of the freedom of like being a young single person, figuring out what they want and what they don't want. Um, because they immediately entered into a relationship. Uh, and so again, it's like, we were just in very different phases of life. Um, but tried to make it work anyway. And it, didn't really work. Um, and there are things that I wish I'd done differently. Um, I don't, I, I'm I'm honestly pretty proud of myself for how I handled a lot of the situations still. Mm-hmm. Um, I stand by a lot of what I did. Uh, I do wish that I had not ignored the red flags because a lot of the things that became issues. I knew were going to become issues because I knew that, you know, this was a person who had just gotten out of like, like I I have, I've known Matt for seven years, like known Matt for seven years and they were dating for seven years. Like I, I literally cannot, I can't wrap my head around it. I'm not friends with a lot of people that I was friends with seven years ago. I cannot imagine growing that much with someone. Um, For that much of your life, and then kind of having that like break Mm -hmm. off. So, um, yeah, that all all of this to say, this is another example of, I guess.
1: (laughs) Well, what um, was something that you were that you were proud of that you did in that situation? Like, what was something that you think you handled well?
0: Um, I felt like I was. Pretty communicative of like mm. I mean maybe I was lying to myself a little bit about um well no I don't think that I was lying to myself I think that I was like trying to be blindly optimistic and be like yeah I'll be fine either way and in reality it's a recurring <laughs> issue <Adrian>. I wasn't <laughs> Yeah, but it's like I don't. I hate that. That's like a bad thing.
1: <laughs> you know, it's n- it's not. But I think it, it tends to be. It it has led you astray in the past. Uh huh. And I. I think we've gotten to a point where it's not gonna lead you astray anymore. Mm-hmm. But there was a certain amount of time where I was like, "Come on, please don't do this again."
0: Hmm. Anyway, (laughs) relating it back to the topic at hand of, you know, just kind of like the things that people go through in their life that it's like, it's interesting how so much of like someone else's like, so, so much of the things that I've been through will then go on to affect the other people that I interact with. And so many, like everything that everyone else has been through is going to then come in and affect me, which is just wild. Did I word that horribly?
1: It was a it was, it was a big statement that I'm trying to wrap my mind around because I, I basically think what I'm be-
0: saying is it's like it's it, it's interesting to think about how many like everybody's formative experiences that we know nothing about that, you know, mm-hmm. when you enter into like a whether it be a friendship or like a hookup or a relationship or whatever it is, it's like everything that you've, that's like happened to you beforehand is probably still part of you. Yeah. (laughs) Unless you've really, really dealt with it and gone to a lot of therapy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I think with gay people and I think, you know, going back to what we were talking about before with like hooking up with or being a guy's first hookup, like a lot, we get a lot of that, like a lot of the issues and the traumas around, like anything that had to do with them like realizing or understanding their sexuality um and so like that includes i mean i guess it's not like specific to you know queer people like talking about or like feeling the repercussions or feeling the the or dealing with the issues of somebody else's or so, dealing with somebody else's issues but like those specific issues surrounding like your sexual identity are like so at the forefront of
0: mm.
1: like a romantic relationship or of like a sexual relationship obviously um, and they like can just so quickly like send shit back crazy <laughs> <laughs> Are we yes. making any sense? <laughs> I
0: don't know. I actually don't know. I'm gonna like listen to this while I edit it, and hopefully, be able to piece I it together.
1: There. Let me go to my text and see. Well, okay. Well, I guess if I maybe if I like bring it back to what I was thinking about when I like first pitched it to you, and like talk about that, maybe we'll <laughs> get back on track a little bit. But yeah. um, uh, something that I like wanted to to mention um was when I I was maybe like a month into like very casually hooking up with somebody and like if I were in a more mature if I were a little bit older I think you know it might have like turned into something a little more serious I just like wasn't really able to to do that at the time like I was and I mean I think that's probably something else we've talked about before just in we even talked about in this episode too, just like being in two different places at the same time. Mm. Um But that person, you know, we got along great and whatever, but was like telling me about like a past relationship and how he like had actually been assaulted in that relationship. And like I, at the time, like definitely didn't deal with it in a proper, in a, in a good way. And I feel like I look back on that horribly. And, you know, it's not like I did a bad thing. There was just no like talking to him to the extent that he was comfortable to talk about it and like listening mm-hmm. and you know giving it the attention that he needed or wanted, but I at the same time was like not I think like, I don't think I could have I could have done that for him at that time. So it was a very odd experience of being like, "Oh, you feel comfortable enough with me to talk about something so personal and I am not in a a not Mm -hmm. in a place to like constructively you know talk about this with you like it's not going to be helpful for you yeah and B, like I am not in the same mindset about us yeah to be sharing things like that you know
0: yeah I don't I mean I don't necessarily think that you can fault yourself for that though I do no, think that, no. That, I mean, no. I know what you mean about like looking back and being like, "Oh fuck," but like,
1: no, I don't fault myself for it. I just I look back on it like there was someone who was talking to me about something personal to them, and I, if I were in that situation now, I could do so much better. Mm. Um, and I wish I could have done better in that moment, but I just like I didn't have the the knowledge or the tools to be able to to talk to them. But I think the part that I have like thought about more recently is that like I was not we were not in the same mindset about the relationship
0: about you too yeah
1: yeah and what you needed
0: from one another
1: or just like what we wanted to get out of the relationship you know I was a freshman in college so I was like this is cool I get to hook up with someone like consistently (laughs) consistently you know whoa yeah Um, So it was very... um...
0: And that's actually another tangent, is just, like, don't hook up... Or, like, be cautious of freshmen in college, because (laughs) freshmen in college are chaotic and not fully grown and not mature Mm -hmm. and not emotionally intelligent. As someone who was that freshman, who was not emotionally intelligent and not mature, and probably the little shit.
1: Mm -hmm. Yet they think they are totally grown i mean I, yeah. I can fully remember being like i am so emotionally mature that i can mm-hmm. hook up with this person consistently and like control my feelings about it blah blah and it's like no that's because you're actually incapable yeah of understanding what those feelings are and
0: wary that
1: yeah so you got a lot more growing to do actually <laughs> yeah 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 um
0: and to all the freshmen listening, slow your roll. <laughs> enjoy yeah, truly, life. <laughs>
1: seriously. Um, but yeah, I mean I that's kind have, of
0: I but, wonder if we have college freshmen who are listening to us.
1: I would love that. I hope so. <laughs> I know you have nothing to look forward to but being looking back on college and having a brain of puddles.
0: <laughs> what? Ha. <laughs> <Huh? laughs> would you say that freshman year was your favorite year of college
1: Mm-mm, sophomore year hands down what absolutely absolutely oh my god no absolutely. fucking way. yeah sophomore year absolutely I like, <laughs> I like knew where all I like had all of my friends established I knew where all the parties were I knew like mm. how to get alcohol I knew like how to drink I like I was like, you know what? I know everything. I'm comfortable with everything that I'm going to be doing this year because I've done it before, and I'm ready yeah. to be the king of it.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I came in and stole the throne bet. You
1: came in and were fanning <laughs> the flames of the chaos and then jumped into the boiling pot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you also, er, in your note earlier, ta- mentioned hooking up with guys who are still in the closet.
1: Haven't oh, yeah. Out yet. Oh, Do my we want to even get into that or should that be its own episode? I mean, we can definitely talk about it again, but I think we should talk about it. I think this is like okay. a, it's like a precursor to what we talked about before.
0: Yeah. So Matt, have you ever hooked up with anybody who's in the closet?
1: I have hooked up with at least two.
0: Mm. Are they, st-
1: whatever, that doesn't matter. I think one of them still is, but I, I, I don't know. Um, I would honestly say that, I would honestly wholeheartedly and undoubtedly say that that is the worst thing you can do for yourself when you're young.
0: Yeah. Very mental health.
1: Yeah. Um, it's, it, it can be inevitable to be honest and it's not always a bad thing, but it can be really bad for you. Um, it's like, you know, when you're young and there's not many people out and someone gives you attention in that kind of way it can be life-changing and like so exciting and like you finally feel like you're getting to do normal things um but you know i talked about before you know that you can be on the receiving end like if you're someone's first hookup like you can be on the they're like infatuated with or like they have super strong emotions about you and that can be like, very odd when that's like you know, whatever. But having also been on the other side of that, where like having to like, not only have those feelings but also like know that you like literally can't tell anybody because outing someone is like fucked, is like mm. the worst. <laughs> I've dealt with it fucking twice. It's so stupid.
0: Ugh. Twice
1: yeah i dealt with it in high school oh yeah 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 i think i talked about that on my uh my interview episode (laughs) when brook when brook grilled you Mm -hmm. but it's just like you you almost don't even deal with them because a lot of times like they just don't even want to like address because
0: they can't they can't acknowledge it because they're so uncomfortable with themselves
1: Truly, and there, yeah. and then that makes you
0: feel like you did something wrong.
1: Yeah, or feel like you yeah. are like need to hide as well, which you do, and it says mm. you do have to hide a certain part of yourself. Yeah, and then not—I mean, <laughs> if it's someone that like is not a part of your like extended social circle or, like, someone who's, like, not a part of, like, say you're in college, it happens, like, someone who, like, lives locally but, like, doesn't go to your school, I, like, that is going to be a very different story than, like, if it's someone who is in your extended social circle that you have, like, lots of friends with.
0: Mm -hmm. That you interact with regularly.
1: And you interact with them regularly, exactly. It's just, like, it, it, it changes your behavior because there's someone there that you emotional like when you know a secret about someone it's that's one thing like you can go about normally like you can know something about a friend that you know you can't tell anybody else and it really doesn't affect the way that you know you interact with them but when like when this is the secret that like oh yeah like we have been hooking up and i have these like emotional attachments or like the emotional differences it fucks things up like you can't interact with you them. You don't Damn. say. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I will say on the flip side of it. Um,
1: all right, that's all my then, own personal experience. Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that feels a little pointed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Cause I think, I do think that like if it's just someone like if it's just a hookup and there's like not, there's no emotional tie there, you know, it's like, yeah you're drunk or whatever and you're just like, well, this is wild. Um, I I think it's once the emotion starts to get involved that you're like, Oh no, this is really, 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 really bad because I mean, it's, well, I take that back because like the hookup too can just make you feel like used and weird and devalued afterwards. Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean,
1: Mm. You know what? I mean, yes, I. That is actually another point that I want to hit on real quick. Sorry, where you, if I go can, for it. I can table it. I. There's such. A My brain slight... is like trickling off. <laughs> like, <I'm> like... Well, <laughs> well, there's there's such a unique difference between hooking up with someone in the closet and how that makes you feel versus like hooking up with someone who's like you're their first one, but they're not like uncomfortable. Like, I'm, I'm to, not gay. Like, talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. You feel you you hit it right on the head. Like you feel so like devalued as yeah, a person. Yeah, like it's dehumanizing. dehumanizing. Yeah, exactly. When it's like they are telling you like after you just did something together, they're like, that is not me. I am not actually into that. I am not what you are, even though <clears throat> we just were together. Like that's not me. That's not who I am. And don't tell anybody. That is like the worst fucking feeling. Hmm yeah versus like if someone was like
0: i actually can't like i'm like struggling to like picture someone saying that to me because I feel like it's like that's something that you see in like a fucking t v show like that's that's what you uh, s- it's it's <laughs> what you see at Tufts University?
1: (laughs) No. That's
0: what you see at Milton Academy. At Milton (laughs) uh, Academy. Well, actually,
1: and Tufts University.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, that does does feel, unfortunately, more like high school. Well, actually, no. I am sure that happens at at schools that are not like Tufts. Like, I'm sure that if you're at a school like Alabama or something, like, you're going to run into that a lot more where there's a lot more, like, ingrained homophobia and ingrained, like, hatred. I I think that, I do think that, like, the culture of Tufts, kind of probably bled into a lot of even the way that, like, people interacted with one another, like, behind closed doors. Like, uh-huh. I, I think that it would... My guess yeah. is that it would have been more, more yeah. chill.
1: <laughs> um, but, yeah, that, like, yeah. that slight difference, it, like, makes... It, it, In my experience, it has the... the someone who's in the closet but doesn't admit that they're in the closet is like it, that stays with you and like eats at you so much worse and so much longer than just have, just them being like, I'm not ready to be out or like, yeah like, do you mind not telling anyone just cause I'm not ready for people to know?
0: Hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's like, I mean, maybe this is like a big, a big statement for me to say, but like, I would, I would warn people in like Middle America and places like that to be a lot more cautious with people who are like, DL and are like in the closet and stuff like that, and have those like tendencies to be like, that's not me, because I think that that, I think that that mentality of like, othering othering you is like can lead to a like more dangerous situations um i i mean again this no, is no you're like, absolutely right i i think I, it feels like it would lead to like p- opening yourself up to being in physical harm's way um yeah. because like because like an emasculated or a scorned man is like the most dangerous thing on the planet <laughs> so um yeah
1: <laughs> yes i i think you're absolutely right
0: yeah but party in the wow. USA
1: <laughs> we uh
0: i didn't anticipate how heavy this was going to be when i, when I we agreed either. to talk about this earlier like i didn't think it was i was like this will be light it'll be fun and i'm like oh yeah. god i have to think about every single word that i'm saying when it's like leaving my mouth i'm like oh god
1: uh, i mean i i truly <laughs> didn't anticipate getting like that serious about it I was thinking more of being like oh like what are some like interesting things that other people I have know. brought to a relationship before yeah I mean do we want to end on a happier note
0: following up on the date that I had two weeks ago <laughs> <Ooh>! <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's going well <laughs> um, oh baby yeah we'll see who knows Who knows? Matt, how's your relationship?
1: (laughs) Um, Everything is good. Everything's great. Um, Finals has really made me feel like I am not putting my all or like able to bring my whole self to it, which really sucks. Um, To your relationship? Yeah, just because I'm, like, by the time I, I, like, I don't, I can't really, like, talk as much during the day, and, like, I work into the night, too, so, like, we don't really get to talk that much, and a lot of times, like, he goes to bed, like, not, like, early, early, but, like, like, I'm still studying a lot of times when he goes to bed, so, like, I'll miss his, like, good night texts or whatever, Um, Mm. and then when we do talk, you know, the only thing I've been thinking about is fucking different types of class action lawsuits, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and so... I just feel like, you know, once I get out of finals and can like breathe again and like can like re acclimate to a little bit of normalcy, I think I'll be doing well. But I think
0: that that's normal though.
1: It's definitely normal and it like it really helps to recognize it, I think, because I obviously, you know, a couple of days into it, I was like, I, this is what's happening and I am sorry. Yeah, you have to bear to be with like me that. for this. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, Obviously, no shit. That I knew this was gonna happen when you signed up yeah. for law school, like you yeah. know. So it, it, it stinks when it's happening, but like objectively, we like both know that it's happening for a reason. Yeah, exactly. It's not permanent, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, also, yeah. Dave is one of the most like level-headed people that I've ever met. So like, <laughs> obviously, okay. he's he's gonna like look at the situation and be like, duh. He's not yeah. going to like look at the situation and be like,
1: I can't believe you're not texting me back, Matthew. Yeah, you don't love me anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, and
0: you're like, no, you're right. I only love my books now.
1: Yeah. hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So silly.
0: So, so silly.
1: hmm. But <sighs> my parents, um, between, what am I trying to say? My parents just celebrated their 27th anniversary. Between two
0: ferns. That's crazy. I know. What's their, We should have them on to talk about their secret to, like, a successful marriage.
1: <laughs> um, I think it's probably having a gay son to freak out to each other about.
0: <laughs> uh, it didn't work with my parents.
1: <laughs> I was, I was like, going to make a joke about, like, well, actually, you know, my fam- mine was a little bit different, so that's what it was. But I was, like, I was going to say, well... You know, maybe if you have a younger sister at home to make it crazy it'll <laughs> crazier it'll but uh-huh. you've also got that. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Oh, I know another happy note that we could end on. Oh good. <laughs> happy ten year anniversary of no weed.
1: <laughs> uh- <laughs> yeah. It was uh, That's really May- wild. I know. May 1st, 2011 was the last time that I smoked weed. It was at the Bamboozle Music Festival.
0: Bamboozle Music Festival?
1: Oh, uh, Did you ever hear of it?
0: No. Is it in Tennessee?
1: No, it was in northern New Jersey.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Oh, yeah. Was That's what, Oh, it? my God. I saw so many bands for the first time there. Mm. Well, actually it was like often my first con no. Cause I went to it a couple <laughs> years, but like I saw fucking like fallout boy there. Who else did I see? That's I saw, dope. I saw Kesha there. I saw Bruno Mars there.
0: You saw Kesha before she came to Tufts. Yeah. Wow. Bruno Mars
1: was there before he blew up. Um,
0: That's oh wild. God,
1: and then like so many like emo bands I saw as That's what well all time low
0: uh i uh, love them
1: cash cash before they were like
0: i love what cash they cash are now
1: they were they used to be this like quartet like neon in every sense of the word like pop kind of rock band oh my god was so funny if you if you no cash cash now go listen to this song party in your bedroom from like i loved that song i made yeah. a music
0: video to that song
1: shut up i don't I have it anymore
0: it it's <laughs> gone it's definitely yeah. gone
1: i saw cash cash in their party in your bedroom
0: in your days. Days. Yeah. all night long <laughs> wow we're gonna i'm gonna put three, that in the fucking yeah. music of the week oh
1: my god do it uh 303 i saw them there oh i love cobra them. starship
0: oh my god
1: mm-hmm. we the kings saw wow. them there <laughs> damn they did you it. do
0: a lot of concerts girl
1: well it was a festival so i saw all these people in like two or right. three days uh, but i went like three i think i went three years or four years in a row
0: wow I'm jealous.
1: Oh my God. I can't believe this was my life. Lil Wayne was there.
0: That's pretty epic.
1: That was, I, yeah, that was crazy. Oh my God. And okay. The last one, insane clown posse. (laughs) That was one of the craziest things I have ever seen.
0: (laughs) I believe that. Mm -hmm.
1: I can't wait for concerts again. Oh my God. Let's bring back the same. Let's bring back the emo kid days and have these concerts again.
0: Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, I was telling uh, two of my... I bought tickets to the Geordie concert in LA. I got tickets to the Geordie concert in LA.
1: That's so fun. When is it? And
0: India is his drummer. I had no idea.
1: Did you text her?
0: Well, I texted May and was like, May, can we go together? And she goes, yeah, obviously I'm going to go. And then she goes, wait, didn't you know that India drums for him? And I was like, no. I was like, why would I know that? (laughs) <laughs> I was like, but of course she does. The, yeah. Well, actually, I was kind of like, doesn't she already d- drum for Dea? I was like, I didn't know oh, you yeah. could like bop around. I guess that makes sense, but I would have thought that she'd be like very busy with. Yeah, I would too. With the big artist that's touring the world, I don't know. <laughs> like,
1: I don't know. Interesting. But if
0: anyone listening is going to go to the Geordie show in LA whenever it happens, I'll be there. The date isn't released yet, but I reserved my tickets.
1: Oh, you don't even, <laughs> I, no. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. They're just waiting for a
0: uh, capacity
1: yeah. to be allowed again.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody, there are concerts coming back. There's, there's a festival in three weeks in Vegas. Wow. Regardless. I digress.
1: Anyway, people.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening.
1: Me, yeah. Make sure you're still following whatever the CDC guidelines are. And, uh, yeah critical about where and what your state is recommending
0: and go to therapy <laughs> <laughs> I was mm-hmm. going to
1: try to start quoting that T.S. Madison thing where she's like get a job suck a, get dick. a job." <laughs> <laughs> but those so are the only time I could remember
0: <laughs> that's so good
1: alright bye guys bye,
0: bye.
1: Hey guys, thanks for checking out this week's episode of Queer in the Air. Once again, I'm Matt.
0: And I'm Aaron. We would absolutely love for you to take the time to write a review of our podcast and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It really, really helps us out.
1: And please remember to subscribe on whatever platform that you're listening on.
0: If you wanna keep up with us or keep us in check, you can find us on our social media.
1: You can find me at Matty Roar.
0: You can find me everywhere, Aaron Idelson.
1: And you can follow our podcast on Instagram at QueeringTheAirPod.
0: If you'd like to reach us by email, you can find us at QueeringTheAirPod at gmail.com.
1: Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you guys next time.
0: Thank you so much to all of our guests and listeners. We appreciate you all lots. New episodes of Queering the Air are released every single Tuesday. Our podcast music is All For Me by Swift, provided from Epidemic Sound.
1: All views expressed in the podcast are our own. As always, if you want to keep us in check or continue the conversation, feel free to DM us on our social media or email us.